0: What exactly is a mediator? We'll talk about that today on Bible Time. It's time for Bible Time on Uplifting and Empowering Fulcrum Radio. Now here's Phil with our latest Bible Time. Hello again everyone and thank you for joining me for Bible Time. It is winter still, unfortunately, but hey, we're getting through, right? We know that a promise of new leaves on the trees, new birds singing, new life is coming. That's the promise we have every year as springtime approaches and the promise of a new life in Jesus Christ as springtime approaches, because that's when we celebrate the death and resurrection of our Lord on the Passover. But something about that, that I wanted to bring up today from the book of Hebrews chapter nine. If you've never read this, I ask you to read it. Now, You may not fully understand it without reading the Old Testament too. But there are some things in the book of Hebrews, especially chapters 9 and 10 and 11, that are just fantastic. And I want to bring it to your attention because I've heard so many people so many times disqualify themselves because of the things they've done in their past. I've done this too, even though I knew that if I would have died any day, I would have gone to heaven, I still at times felt like God was angry with me because of what I had done. And I'm not saying he was not angry. Every parent gets angry at their children every once in a while. But God, as a loving father, forgives and redeems and restores his children. Romans chapter 8 verse 1, after Paul goes through this discourse about doing the things that he does not want to do and he knows that it's wrong, but this he does anyway in Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 8 begins, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. No one is condemned if you are a believer in the Lord. And then when we get to the book of Hebrews, which I don't believe was written by Paul, but I'm thinking more like probably Barnabas or Apollos or someone who traveled with Paul. A lot of the same teaching, but not the same writing style as Paul. But anyway, In chapters 9 and 10, he really goes into a discourse of how the old covenant, how the priests would go in once a year inside the temple and sprinkle blood and make atonement for the sins for all the people. And it was a foreshadowing of what Jesus did when he himself became the living sacrifice for us. And it is specific, the language is specific, that he did this once for all for eternity. So what that means is that Jesus died for your sins once and for all for eternity. Not every time you commit one, but for all those that you have not even committed yet. You are eternally saved, eternally sealed, eternally protected, eternally covered, by the blood of Jesus when he died on the cross because he went through the entire process as was prescribed in the law not because the law was the end-all but to show us that he was coming that he was the end-all the first covenant was meant to show us that we are sinners it was meant to show us how we will be redeemed from our sins And it has nothing to do with us in what we do. It had nothing to do with what the priest did. It had nothing to do with what someone else did for us. It had everything to do with what Jesus did for us and he alone, what he did for us. We can't do this. We don't have the power nor the authority to do what Jesus did. However, with his death, He gave us all power and authority that he had. If we believe, it all comes down to faith. and That's why right after chapters 9 and 10 describe how Jesus fulfilled every aspect of the law in becoming the sacrificial lamb. And how he entered into that covenant with his own blood on behalf of all of us. It goes into faith in chapter 11. Now faith is believing in what we cannot see and having the conviction that it is real. We do not see the sacrifice of Christ. We did not see it. We do not see God face to face. We do not see Jesus face to face unless in a dream. But we believe he's real. And that belief is what saves us. That belief that he died on the cross, that's what saves us. That's what frees us from our sins. There is no condemnation now for those who are in Christ Jesus. So if you're listening to this, you don't have to be a Bible scholar. You don't have to know all of the secrets of God. No one knows all the secrets of God. You don't have to have read the Bible, the entire Bible all the way through. It helps, but you don't have to have done that. And I'm not saying don't do that either. But what I'm saying is don't beat yourself up because Jesus paid the price once and for all. Every sin you've committed and every one you ever will commit. This doesn't give us the right to just go out and sin. In fact, when we believe this, it makes us not want to sin because of what he did for us. If I could give you everything in the world that you need, every single day and take care of all of your needs, you wouldn't be mean to me. You wouldn't want to sin against me. You wouldn't want to go behind my back. You wouldn't want to talk about me. Would you? No, you wouldn't. And that's why when we become Christians, we eventually get to the point where we don't want to sin anymore. And it becomes grievous to us because we know that Jesus paid a hefty price for that but we're not all there all at the same time. And the enemy knows this. And he tells us, he whispers in our ears, you're not worthy. You're not going to make it. You didn't do enough. Those are lies. You can't do enough. You can't do a single thing to save yourself. Jesus did it all. So ignore the lies, ask for forgiveness, move on and trust and believe that Jesus died for you And that is how you get to heaven. And as you do that more and more every day. Asking God for forgiveness. Asking him to help you. We grow in him. That doesn't bring us to salvation. That just helps us grow in him. What brings us to salvation is simply believing. For it is by grace you have been saved. The grace of God giving us what we don't deserve. Through faith believing in his son and this not of yourselves it is the gift of god it was given to us not by works, so that no one can boast it was given to us what a great message we don't have to beat ourselves up romans chapter 8 verse 1 ephesians chapter 2 verses 8 and 9 hebrews chapters 9 and 10 they all tell us And more. Many, many, many more places. Romans 10. There's so many more. Jesus paid the price. And therefore we can live. Now and forever. That's your Bible time for today. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'll talk to you again all real soon. God bless.